slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy, not your best moment. And welcome to another episode of Not Your Best Moment. I am your host, Keith Skopinich, along with my two fellow co-hosts, Andrew Harris and Phoebe Matana. Hello. Hello, hello. This is a podcast where we go over the history, the beefs, the dramas of celebrities. And today we have a particularly interesting one or drama-filled one. It's Bobby Lee and Kalila versus <laughs> Brendan Schwab. Which is probably the most obscure celebrity drama. This is probably like a F list <laughs> celebrity what? drama. Is that on the native German Keith Schwab? Schwab. <laughs> Honestly, though, you know what? The more name, the better. That's how yeah, I see I, it. You know what? If it seems European, lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to go about your life. It's not, it's I not have a good questions. one. No. I have so many questions for you, Andrew. <laughs> we'll talk about them after the podcast. <laughs> but I went to France uh, once. <laughs> <laughs> I took French 101 in high school. <laughs> I know where Germany is, sort of. So I want to start off just by explaining who Brendan Schwab is, because if you're not in certain very masculine circles, the Joe Rogan circle, I'll call it, you're not going to really know who he is. So he was actually... Oh, Fired at my masculinity there. I don't listen like, to Joe Rogan. Wait, <laughs> what? You listen I, to no, Joe Rogan? No, I, no, I'm saying I don't. I absolutely do not listen to Joe oh, Rogan. Oh, I was going to say, I was very concerned there for a moment no. um, that I didn't know this about you as a friend and a person. It feels like a big thing to hide from one of your friends that you listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't think it's possible to listen to Joe Rogan and not talk about how what you heard on Joe Rogan. So, Like, please be gay and not listen to Joe Rogan. Please let that be your secret. Did you know that uh, elk meat is really good? <laughs> Sorry, that's elk a Joe meat? Rogan inside joke. <laughs> as Wait, do you listen to, to Joe episodes, Rogan? I, I have listened to Joe Rogan. I will say I have. Yeah, I have counseled people to not listen to Joe Rogan. And I have I have had my masculinity challenged for not listening to him. But you know what? I don't. And I'm secure in that. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. It's one, it's one thing to have listened to Joe Rogan than it is to listen to Joe Rogan. You can listen out of curiosity. His His podcasts are like three hours long. I can't sit through anything for three hours. A I can't sit through a movie, let alone a podcast for three hours. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not a regular. <laughs> Let's put I'm it a three-hour movie I'm person more... if I'm in the theater and I can't leave without feeling guilty. Oh, what was that movie that uh, Robert De Niro did where it was a mob movie that oh, the Irishman? Yeah. That movie I had to watch in pieces. <laughs> I had to watch that I, movie in pieces. I did as well. I just told myself it was a miniseries and watched it in hour-long installments over the course of a week. I respect that. <laughs> I, like, I, I respect that. that. I don't, I don't want to do this. I mean, honestly, I uh, watched the, uh, what's it called? The Snyder Cut, which is four hours. But I watched it thinking that like, oh, this is a miniseries, but they're just strung together. There's, there's a longer cut. Series. <laughs> there's a long, wait, there's a, there's a, there's a longer cut? Of what? Of, <laughs> of Justice League? Yes. What? Seriously? Oh, you missed this? No, no, I thought, no, no. I thought the Snyder Cut was the longer cut. It is, is there the longer a, cut. Is there no, a longer is version than the Snyder Cut? 
No, no, no. The Snyder Cut is the longer version. All right. I have to say this honestly. Just to, it sounds like we're talking about circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> the longer version. It's not the, the, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> When it, oh when it comes to circumcision, the thing you don't want is the Schneider cut. You don't know. No. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Keith just said cut. Schneider cut, not Snyder cut. <laughs> Schneider cut. Well, don't don't forget, we're all going to talk about Brennan Schneider. Brennan Schneider and Zach Schneider. Hello, Schneider. Welcome and friends, <laughs> that is how you lean into the European. We have a we we have a topic, and he's going to talk about it. <laughs> Brendan Schwab was on the Ultimate Fighter uh, season ten. Um, he made it to the finals, and he was actually knocked out uh, in the last fight uh, with the first round knockout. He actually went on to become a fairly successful fighter, but he got to a point where he was starting to get knocked out pretty frequently. Um, he was, he, and actually Joe Rogan is credited with talking him out of keep going because he was starting to get punch drunk. Like he was starting to lose a lot of fights. And if you actually watch his, through his career, he's actually lost some ability to communicate effectively, which is speculation, but it seems true. No. <laughs> 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 that, that, that doesn't sound right. We saw Brendan Schreiber. Brendan Schreiber. So the other, the other two people involved in this, this, this beef is uh, Kalila and Bobby Lee. It all, this all really starts on Kalila's other podcast, which is called Trash Tuesday. That's hosted by Annie Liederman and Esther Povietsky. Um, and basically on that podcast, they were they're on this podcast and. They were talking about, you know, doing comedy and whatnot. And Annie Lederman, she was actually talking about how a married man propositioned her to come back to his truck for, you would assume, would be like sexual favors or whatever. Welcome back to his truck. And she wouldn't elaborate really initially. And then she said the, the initials were BS, oh. um, which wasn't enough to totally point the finger at him. They joked that it was Bob Saget. Um, <laughs> but uh, afterwards, Brendan Schwab, who made the the jump over to comedy from UFC fighting, is sort of known, has a reputation for being unfunny in the comedy circle. So Wait, really? They, she, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was facetious uh, for anyone. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, for anyone sorry, listening. Am, they heard it? Was, Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, cool. I'm, I, like I said, I'm dog ass. I heard it and I was like, oh, it was good, good shade. Good shade. <laughs> good shade. Um, that was a very sturdy umbrella, Phoebe. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We like them sturdy. <laughs> Can't fall over. Gotta stay shady. Kalila basically on the podcast says that this outs now everyone knows who it is and it pretty much does it pretty much outs him and this is where it all begins okay okay wow that sounds very ominous it does um and i want to hear more <laughs> tell me okay. more keith yeah I'm, tell I, me I, more. I, I i i enjoy the story i what i don't like is propositions then and there that's immediately that's where i get a little lost on i don't know sympathy for people there's something about getting propositioned that is so weird especially especially when it's unwanted um but like even even when it is 
you're sort of like, oh, oh, you? Oh, okay. Like that's that's when it, when it at best when it's wanted, it's a surprise. At worst, it's a uh, okay. How do I how do I get out of this? I remember this won't be a tangent. I promise. But no, one time I, I when I was very young, I was working a restaurant on New Year's Eve, and it was a buyout, and I I was propositioned, and I was like, oh no, no, thank you, and it was these big big Australian men. Uh, and I was, they were like, oh, here, bitch, you come here to our place. We're in the Crown Plaza. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. I'm not, and I don't. And he was like, ah, oh, he's not one of us, is he? And I was like, no, no, I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah. You're not Australian, right? <laughs> no, no, not, not Australian. Uh, or the other thing, but I didn't want to offend him. Uh, so I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I have to work. They're like, oh, yeah, he, how much would it cost? And I was like, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> how much would it cost? And then I was like, well, I could be gay for pay, I guess. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really depends. I do have a number. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they asked me what it was. And like, jokingly, I was like, well, let's see. My rent is this and my average food bill is this. I was like, mm, about $4,000. And it was like, okay. And I was like, oh, oh what? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did. I didn't entertain it. I was like, well, that's, oh, that's $4,000 I didn't have before. That's a lot of money. Like, you know, and I mean, like, if I say yes, I'm consenting, I guess. Um, and then I was like, Andrew, you don't want to do this. And this isn't going to be a good night for you. And it's not a good way to make $4,000. So I, I politely declined and then told my manager and never went back to that table because I was terrified. I mean, it's pretty flattering <laughs> that they were like, name your price. And accepted it immediately. It, I have to is say, it flattering. I, <laughs> is flattering no, the right it, word? No, it wasn't. <laughs> because it, my first thought was like, you just assumed. You just assumed. You just assumed. And then my next thought was, I am dirt poor. I do work at the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. <laughs> this is where that was, by the way. And uh, yeah, so um, when I when I speak about the feeling of being propositioned, the whole the whole point of that is to say that yes, even I too, America, can uh, understand the awkwardness of that situation, and it is not um, pleasant. Yep. There was no. It was just a proposition. There was no buttering up. You know what I mean? There was no, there was no chemistry involved. There was no flattery involved, other than offering me money, which is quite frankly the most flattering thing you can do for me. Um, but uh, see, that's what know. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you all say, "Well, is it really flattering?" But I know you, Andrew. I know who you are at your core. <laughs> the only thing I can think of right now is like a, a Forrest Gump montage of Andrew saying, I had all types of dicks that night. Larry oh, Fitz, no. me, uncut dicks. Oh my God. <laughs> Things I didn't want to imagine, but now I can't unsee. I don't like this episode. <laughs> already, well, I'm already next I'm already totally disinterested in this episode. <laughs> Oh God! So so, uh, I'm not getting married anytime soon, am I? <laughs> nope. Well, no, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Go go go. Get us back on the. Ra- I said I wouldn't get us off the rails, and I fucking lied. So just get us back on. <laughs> and next time, if you guys have comments on the story, helpful. That's very helpful, guys. Get to the story. <laughs> Um, so Reddit goes wild with theories about who this person is. It's obvious that's Brandon Schraub. Um, and then 
Brandon Schwab. 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 How do you how do you want me to say it? Schwab. Schwab. Um, it's not a hard so Brandon, word. <laughs> Schwab. Oh, God. Guys, I'm I'm stupid. I, I can't help it. Um so Brendan texts Bobby Lee saying, A journalist contacted me, not good for you. <laughs> and this is where like this really takes like a wild turn. Brandon calls Bobby and threatens to sue them. Supposedly, he has evidence that Bobby Lee and Kalila are running a Reddit page and slandering him and doing things that are borderline crimes, like saying, like, you know, we're going to assault you, things about his family, that type of stuff. Slander is a crime. Um, that feels yes. so random. It feels like such a weird, random thing to just a weird thing to use as like a defense counter. Does that make sense? Like, right. it feels like a very strange yeah. thing. Like, oh, you're actually running this secret Reddit page and I have the receipts. And you're like, Reddit is like so not, it's not that kind of like traceable thing. <laughs> yeah. It's also, right. it's, it's fucking Reddit. Like, it's Reddit. When someone quotes Reddit to me, the first thing I think is, shut the fuck, shut up with your fucking Reddit. Oh, well, I read it on Reddit. Well, eat a bag of dicks. You know what I mean? Like, who cares what you saw on Reddit? I know for $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> i understand i and i know why they thought it it's fine i get it i know how i am i know what i i, I guys i get it not interested thank you Th thank you but no thank you can i take a moment to plug andrew's hinge profile <laughs> <laughs> i should check my i haven't i don't check it ever but i should check it after once we once you start releasing what was the wording? He's a he's a careful careful lover. <laughs> and he also gets pegged by Phoebe. <laughs> wow. No thank you. Shots fired. Yeah, also agreed. No thank you. No thank you. We can agree that will uh, never happen, right, Phoebe? We can agree that will never happen. Oh god, uh, I love it when we agree. It's the mess, it's so rare. <laughs> We're such totally vastly different people. From wildly different generations. Uh, so Brandon, he then threatens to sue them. And supposedly Brian Callen is on the phone. Brian Callen is a comedian who frequently makes appearances on uh, Joe Rogan. But he was also on Mad TV with Bobby Lee. Um, Kalila is Bobby Lee's wife. And uh, Callen basically goes off to the point where later Brandon Schwab said he was surprised by how crazy Brett, Brian Callen got. Also, doesn't don't they share a podcast, um, Brandon Schwab yes. and Brian Callum? Yeah, it's called The Fighter and the Kid, um, which will come up later because he they address this on the podcast. Basically, Kalila describes this phone call as a you know like rain your rain your girl in type thing. Essentially, there's there's just so much stuff that comes out of this phone call. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a stream of text messages going back and forth. Brendan Schwab says that he has 300 pages of evidence about the Reddit page. So you're saying he printed out the internet like a like a totally sane person. <laughs> right. Apparently his reasoning for this is that there was a federal investigation into the Reddit page because there was a child being there's video of a child being abused on that Reddit users page. And, you know, it's just a lot of he just throwing throwing shit at the wall at this point it sounds like fragile masculinity at its finest definitely i some someone turns someone turns you down and calls you out for propositioning them and 
your response is to do this. That's a choice. Right. And as I forgot to mention that he also slid into Kalila's DMs like a year into her and Bobby's Lee's relationship. That was on the Trash Tuesday uh, podcast. Additionally, he goes on to say he's going to sue them. He's got a team of lawyers and he has friends in dark places. Spooky. Well, get in line. <laughs> Do you have friends in dark places, Andrew? <laughs> That's all the friends I have left are in the shadows. <laughs> and, and you two. And you're, you're, on a, you're on a screen right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please leave in all the awkward recoveries. <laughs> it's one of my sc- least favorite parts of this show, but I also I want them to know what the experience is actually like. <laughs> you want them to feel it in their bones? I, w- I do. I want I want them I want them listening on the treadmill and just being like, wait, are they gonna say anything? Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just move on. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't need nowhere to go from here. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so so Brian Callen and Brendan Schreib, um, mm-hmm. they've got a podcast. Bobby Lee and Kalila. And so essentially, these are the teams that we have set. If we'll, we'll call them teams, right? We have these teams pitted against each other, and their battlefield at the moment is Reddit. Yes. Yeah. Um. Brian Callen goes off and it, this is a very upsetting call to Bobby Lee. He then goes and sends her, sends Kalila all the text messages and she eventually tells uh, Bobby to have uh, Brendan call her. They have a conversation. They clear the air to a certain degree. The first call is very heated. I think uh, Kalila tells her <laughs> that none of this makes sense. And she says, <laughs> she tells him to investigate her asshole, her mom's asshole, and her dog's asshole. He won't find anything, which I think is amazing. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, um, he clearly wants to do a lot of weird investigations. <laughs> he printed out 300 pages of Reddit. Is this what happens on Reddit? Because if it is, I may have to rethink my stance on it. As in you want to join Reddit? No. Yes. No. No. Probably better for my mental health that I don't. But maybe. No. No. I'm convinced. (laughs) Um, Also, what's interesting to note, Brendan says he was upset that he's married. This is coming out. He has kids, you know, that he was trying to cheat on his wife, allegedly. And he says that Kalila said his name and she sticks to it that she never said his name. And he's like, he claims that she did, but it's clear that he hasn't listened to the episode because she, she doesn't, she doesn't mention his name. Uh, neither do the other hosts. They try to keep it somewhat mysterious, um, even so though it's it, pretty obvious. So it was it's basically, yeah, but we, we think the gentleman doth protest too much. Basically. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> It means it means your loud protestations that you didn't do it kind of make it seem like you probably did. Right. He's upset about that. They have a, a big fight call and then they have another phone call where they tend to bury the hatchet. They agree that they'll never talk about each other on different forms of media, which is great. Um, so they seem to have come to a resolution and they agree just to move on. Brendan goes on Joe Rogan and behind the scenes, not on the air, he's talking allegedly talking shit about Kalila to comedians, to Joe Rogan, everything like that, saying she's a gold digger, she's stealing Bobby Lee's money. Pretty hurtful things behind the scenes. They end up getting back to her. 
what's also sort of two-faced is that he goes on the flagrant two podcast which is andrew schultz which is a very big comedian he has a netflix but or he he just released a special and he's very complimentary of kalila he says only nice things he does he really like goes out of his way to like kiss up to her but behind the scenes he's saying all this really messed up stuff then bobby lee and kalila go on the h3 h3 podcast only like three days later i think and um brandon schwab's brought up that was fast yeah it's pretty quick um i mean this is actually this is actually the initial saga of this is over like i think like four or five months and then this may everything all these podcasts the flagrant two and h3 podcast are like within days right um all in may so she goes on this podcast with bobby lee they talk about Brendan Schwab, and it just reignites things again. Bobby Lee just doesn't want to talk about it. He's trying to be very, as he described it, politically correct, I guess, to a certain degree, because he he's a stand-up comedian, and he has to see these guys at the club all the time. So he's trying to like just make amends and move on. But Kalila, hmm. since she's heard all these negative things about herself, and he talked about her on Flagrant 2, which was like voided the, the agreement they had, she decides to sort of go into it and is more willing to bring things back up on the podcast they really talk about go into the phone call about how it was a lot of name calling how it was bullying just about pretty much all the awful things that were said uh to them (laughs) i think just like four days later brian callen goes on the fighter and the kid and uh, um at this time no one knew that brian callen was on the call they just said another comedian brian callen goes on the air to apologize and says he handled the situation wrong. Probably the most aggressive apology I've ever seen. Like, he's clearly still mad. <laughs> like, like, he's saying he's apologies, but he's, like, yelling at the screen. Um, and if you Wait, get a chance I'm, to watch uh, it, it's a very interesting watch. God damn it, I'm sucked into this fucking saga of whatever the hell this is. <laughs> what, what is Brian... I don't, uh, sorry, I, I'm confused. What is Brian Callen apologizing for? For fanning the flames, basically? Um, he was on the phone call with Bobby Lee and Brendan. He was on, I guess, on Brandon's side, and he was cursing him out, um, you know, saying really despicable things. It got it, it got really heated, and it, to the point, I don't, I'm not really sure why Brandon Shaw, uh, Brian Callen, was so heated about it. To be perfectly honest, because it's not his situation, but he went off, and to the point where Brandon was like, "Dude, calm down! Like, you're going way too crazy. Like, <laughs> it's Brandon's problem." So he he just was on that phone call and really verbally assaulted Bobby Lee. Yeah, weren't they, they were on Mad TV together too? So it's personal. Mm-hmm. I'm actually were they were they on at the same time? I think they were. Do we know that? I, I thought they, they were. They yeah, and I think they claim to be very good friends as well. So this saga has actually ended their friendship. Bobby said Lee said he would never be friends with him again. So sort of sad, but I understand why. I can't really blame him. After all this, I wouldn't really want to be friends with him either. For me, I just can't imagine, you know, say you and Andrew are having a fight um, and you call him, you tell Phoebe, you tell me about this issue. And then I jump in and then I'm cursing out Andrew. Like, what (laughs) the heck is the point of that? Like, what is this accomplishing? It really, it doesn't, it doesn't help. I I have to say, this feels exactly like my high school experience. Um, (laughs) You know, someone's yelling at me and then another person joins in. I'm like, what what are you mad at? I don't know. It was fun. We were just joining in. Um, 
And sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's fun just to join in and just, you know, rip somebody apart for no reason. And this is starting to follow kind of a pattern, I think, that we see in a lot of these these stories, which is it all feels incredibly immature and unimportant. You know what I mean? Like, or and, and like avoidable, right? You know what I mean? Um, and like, you know, logically, it's sort of like, oh, okay, so is this real or is this something that you've manufactured to generate press for yourself? Just be to boost your profile a little bit, because like, I mean, Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee and Brian, Cal- I think Bobby Lee's probably got a slightly higher profile than Brian Callen. Brian Callen, if you don't know who he is, I don't know if anybody, if you watch the Goldbergs, he's the gym teacher on the Goldbergs. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw Bobby Lee on. I know he's been, he's like a panelist on a lot of stuff, but it's not, you know what I mean? The, we're, not, we're not talking about like megawatt stars here. We're talking about, you know, people who maybe trying to be in the public eye and might need to uh, nudge the needle yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be entirely surprised if that was part of the reason it was escalated to where it was. It maybe it wasn't the original issue, but it turned into this whole saga, which, you know, it does make you ask the question, how much of this was done because you were getting publicity and you know what they say? Any publicity is good publicity. Like you don't really know. You don't really know, especially like you said, in this case where they're like C D list celebrities. Well, and also with comedians, too. I mean, especially in in between comedians, like the line of joking around, you know, what I mean, and taking it to the next level and actually offending the other person can get very, very blurry. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the the, sometimes that's kind of the point in in the way that comedians interact with one another. It can get very very fine (laughs) it can get very fine it can and i i i think that might be a more kind of an old school approach to it you know what i mean it's the it's the acting version of just being a dick on set um you're like oh this is how you're supposed to be like it's not you don't have to you know you don't have to do behave this way but it is you know it you know one one person does it and it's really cool and then every you know kind of everybody else does it and that kind of thing so it, it's it's interesting to me that something that seems really avoidable uh so far is um or frankly personal is now being is blown up and teased into what is effectively like a local los angeles like comedian yeah. war you know what I mean? Ra- radio war almost. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it does definitely get out of control very quickly. And for, for reasons that I don't completely understand, I, I'm not sure why Brian had to get involved. Honestly, like even if he was, he came to him as a friend, there's no reason why he had to like curse him out. Like it wasn't your fight to fight. Um, I think I do think the H three H three podcast is what really reinvigorates it and causes this basically come to God moment where they have the sit down on Tiger Belly and like publicly discuss the issues and it is pretty awkward <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Um, can you for our our listeners? Can you sort of elaborate on who I'm assuming it's a who or what um, Tiger Belly is? That's the name of the podcast that Bobby Lee and Kalila host. Sorry, did I not say that? That should have said that earlier. That was not clear to me. I thought Tiger Belly was some sort of wrestler or like a third, fourth party. Wait, honestly, um, so, though, I would love to meet a wrestler named Tiger Belly. It's just that just what that's what I thought. You know what I mean? When because here's the thing: when you go 
as low <laughs> as this story is, the reality that somebody running around named Tiger Belly doesn't <laughs> seem that preposterous to me. He just like, if you're like, yo, Tiger Belly, like, I, be- I believe you that like some guy's going to walk in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Oh, here's Tiger <laughs> Belly. You know Tiger Belly? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like one of those, one of those like radio personalities that everyone knows, but no one knows. It's Beanie and Tiger Belly. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it sets up in Best Buy parking lots to sign autographs on Saturday afternoons at unlicensed, you know. People don't recognize months. him, but then he talks and they're like, oh, you're that guy. Oh my God, Tiger Belly, it's Tiger Belly. <laughs> no one recognizes them. I, no I've one. worked in radio. We, I've gone to no. so many car dealerships to make them fun. It's, it's, it's really sad, actually. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, my favorite my favorite thing is that we have a prize wheel and that I have to explain the prize wheel to everyone. They'll come up and be like, how do, how do I win? Oh, I'm like, it says winner on it. And they're like, yeah, but how do I know? It says there's an arrow that if you land on the winner thing, you win. <laughs> Why do I have to explain this? You really shouldn't have to explain that. <laughs> Especially, to, you shouldn't have to explain how Wheel of Fortune works to people who listen to radio. I feel like I feel like that would be the same subset of of right. entertainment right. in a Maybe. way. <laughs> also, I mean, I, I don't I don't want to shit on Wheel of Fortune. I fucking love the wheel. That's way less stressful also than true. Jeopardy. I'll tell you that much. Very, very much less stressful. But that's, that's why, why it's, it's on, on after. after. That's why it's on after <laughs> Jeopardy. Bingo. All the smart kids get to watch Jeopardy and then grandma's like, oh, this one's easier. Um, I mean, it can get stressful, but that's only when the um, the True. contestants are super awkward. And you can tell that Pat Sajak. Oh, yeah, no, Pat Sajak can get very vicious. I don't know if he used to be this way, but he gets kind of savage. <laughs> well, you heard, you, you've heard what they do, mm-hmm. right? Because they shoot two a day. So um, apparently he and Vanna... And this is funny to me now because, like, they're both in their 70s. Um, and she looks great uh, for, you know, a woman in her 70s. Um, but, like, they, like, go and get fucking trashed in between shows. So, like, whatever the second show they're taping that day, they are not ah, sober. Can I, can, I, can I also say, Pat Sajak doesn't look bad either. <laughs> not as great as Vanna White, but he doesn't look terrible. You're not wrong. The man has not aged in quite some time. His hair has gotten, like, a little silvery, but, like, he's not, yeah... He's he's he made a deal with someone that he probably shouldn't have made a deal with. And that person is the devil <laughs> or Tiger Belly. I, I really do feel that Brendan Schwab was misled and he keeps mentioning his team found all this info, but it's never clear who that is. And basically he's able to find his team, his team found quotation marks, his team and the an IP address that leads to the home that Kalila and Bobby Lee live in. Which during the come to God um, meeting is that how IP addresses work? <laughs> I, I don't think they're physical addresses. Well, exactly. So, so what? What's very strange is that this the proof says that they've been orchestrating this Reddit, this anti uh, Brendan Reddit for five to six years, but they've only lived at the house for two. So either it's a tradition passed down from household owner to household owner, or it just doesn't make sense. It's the manifesto um, that is. Uh, pasted into the back of the door so right. you have to abide by these rules if you want to live in this yeah. house <laughs> and and with the house came, came the, IP the ip address, address. and <laughs> the admin password for the reddit page yeah it was all listed it's all in legal documents it's also right below the deed to the house yeah i do legitimately feel bad for brendan like he seems like a super sensitive guy like he 
like he he openly admits on this podcast that he cannot handle crit- the criticism or the criticism any jokes about him on twitter or on reddit he said he got rid of twitter because of that um he's honestly like, I, I don't I, feel bad for him at all <laughs> i yeah, i literally I, could I, not who is, give fewer uh, shits about brendan schwab <laughs> like well here's the thing he's just like a like fine he can't take criticism yeah. but like that's the world that you're choosing to inhabit that's a part of it if you can't take criticism yes. then you shouldn't yes. be in the public eye if you want to be fragile and uh unable to you know work on yourself as a person and take construct constructive criticism or you know handle the haters so to speak then this is not the industry that you should be in you shouldn't be podcasting you shouldn't be trying to be on television or doing these fights or you know even kind of being you know bolstered by someone like joe rogan who has this insanely large fan base it's this whole thing where you have to know that that's a part of it some level of criticism is going to be involved and if you can't handle it and the way that you choose to handle it is by lashing out immediately in ways that are totally unreasonable, then you shouldn't be you shouldn't be doing yeah. this. Yeah. You don't get to exist in this world for the last 30 years and then become a public person and not understand that as a public person, you're going to have to take some shit on the chin. You know what I mean? Like, you don't. Who the fuck do you think you are that you didn't know? This is how this go- it happens all the fucking time. There are podcasts like this one that are dedicated to that specific type of thing, which is why, you know, oh, oh, I really I don't like criticism. Uh, No one likes being criticized. It sucks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, no one no one no one wants to achieve their dream of, you know, recognition and and, you know, notoriety only to be taken down a peg. But that's sort of like the societal contract right like yeah you can be you can be prominent but like people are gonna punch up not down take it on the chin take it with a sense of humor and if it's if it's something egregious like if you're accused of something genuinely genuinely awful yeah your fucking name calmly and rationally like it still surprises me that in this day and age that people (laughs) can't just i don't know either take accountability or explain why there's no accountability for them to take and move the fuck on. And if they did, we wouldn't have a show. You know what I mean? And, but it's it's true. But like as a member, as a member of the human race, it's very frustrating as a very, very bored person at work. I mean, this whole thing, too, it's all started because he propositioned someone in a bar and asked them to go back to his truck. That is that is the inciting incident of this entire debacle. So yeah. Emblazoned with his initials. And honestly, if, which is which is, which yeah, is such right. a dick move. And if he and they never said his name on the podcast. And if he had just let that roll off his back, it was never confirmed. People were saying, "Oh, it's probably him." But if he never said anything, it would have faded into obscurity, like it was nothing. And here's the thing: like it, it. It is in obscurity. You know what I mean? Like the scale of this particular, I don't know, scandal um, is is it's nowhere near, you know, some some other scandals that you could think about. Like this is not at the top of the pile. You know what I mean? So to treat it like it's like a crisis 
and then attack like and then have brian callen come in what is brian callen coming in for something like this and be like you know what i'm gonna get fired up about this <laughs> yeah they're, i mean they're, they're friends, friends i get it but, still. but at the same time like but like no no one you're gonna make something worse you know what i mean like and it always makes it worse it always <laughs> makes it worse and so as as you were saying, like if you had something against you to you know to clear your name, Kalila basically does that on this podcast. She goes through like the timeline, which is great for <laughs> my purposes of like trying to put together this podcast because it made it a lot easier. <laughs> um, but so she like lays it out and she's like, "This happened. This happened. This happened." And she went through the whole timeline. And and honestly, Brendan looks real. He just looks dumb like I, I don't mean to be mean but like he just looks dumb in this it, because none of the things he says make sense he he flips flops he in the initial beginning of the podcast he's like i don't think it's you guys i think it could be someone on your staff and she and then kalila's like i've worked with these two guys for over eight years it's if it's if it was one of them they'd be fired yesterday but it's not them i can guarantee you it's not one of them and then later in the podcast, he's like, yeah, I never accused you of anything. I never said it was anyone like so he's like he's definitely backtracking. And, you know, they talk about the evidence and he he says he's going to show it to them. And I'll, we'll get to that a little bit in a couple minutes. Probably he keeps talking about the evidence of this this <laughs> this federal investigation that he somehow got his hands on. That, you know, <laughs> feds were like, hey, someone's talking shit about you on Reddit. <laughs> but there's also this pedophile case attached to it. Here, take it. So it's clearly it's clearly some weird BS thing that's going on here. And I, th- I, I do believe uh, Brennan was misled. And as we will talk about the evidence in this episode, Kalila says that Brian Callen has done this before, where he has said he found the IP address of someone talking crap on Reddit and accused them of it. So this is alleged. Kalila says she's heard through the grapevine through other comedians, which is crazy and which leads everyone to believe that Brian Callen is the team um, (laughs) that gave Brendan this information, this highly confidential information. (laughs) Also, not for nothing, but this Brendan fellow does not seem that smart. Number one. Do we think that Brian Callen is some sort of computer savvy hacker who can go in and find IP addresses just like nilly willy of anybody on Reddit, a website dedicated to just essentially being the comment section of YouTube, but without any with, with a question right. to a question nobody asked? Uh, like, I it, mm, 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 <laughs> uh, it it defies credulity to me that number one, Brian Callen's going looking for IP addresses, you know, like in the net. He's in the web, you know, he's he's in the system and he's finding IP addresses left and right, you know, specifically geolocated to a physical location, which is not what that is. And then for Brian or uh, Brennan to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to make it more German. I see what you're saying. Clearly they did it. You tell me you have an IP address and take it to Wilbur on Colin. There's so many holes in this fucking story. You know what I mean? That it's like. The, the level of passion the level of passion that they get over something that is like right. are you sure are you sure i don't i don't know that you should right. be so sure it, about it, this does this pass does this literally pass it, muster it is for you totally ridiculous and i i have to like tell this this story because it is it is something like this it just reminds me of it and i can't not tell this story so i was working at a funeral home by me 
It's called McLaughlin Funeral Home. Whatever. I don't care if anyone knows. So I so I was working at this funeral home. I, no, listen, listen to this. This is this story gets crazy. We are listening. So a lady and her friend come in. I'm dressed in a suit, you know, working the day shift, not whatever. Oh my god, there's yes, a night I work the night shift as well. But um, so I'm sit I'm sitting there, this lady comes in and she's like, I need to talk to a manager. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, what's the matter? What can I help you with? You know, I'm here. Like, what can I help you with? Someone named Connor McLaughlin is texting my daughter inappropriate messages on Facebook. And I'm going to call the police. I'm like, you you should call the police. That sounds like something that you should call. She's like, where's Connor McLaughlin? And I'm like, "Uh, ma'am, the owner is, has a totally different name. The McLaughlins are long dead. (laughs) The funeral home is named McLaughlin funeral home, but the McLaughlins are dead. (laughs) There's no Connor McLaughlin. here. (laughs) She's like, well, I have an IP address and I tracked it to this building. I'm like, ma'am, you did not track anything to this building. Oh, my God. People, everybody (laughs) thinks they're a hacker these days, right? Uh, I know. I'm like, first of all, I'm a pretty savvy tech person. There's no way in hell I'd be able to figure that out. Karen from Staten Island. Yeah, I don't think she did either. (laughs) I just love the, they're dead. They've been dead for years. <laughs> Which does honestly raise the question: Did they embalm themselves? Andrew just cracked himself up. So, so the the worst part about this is, as this lady's like very adamant, like yelling at me about this. The manager, another funeral director, the owner—they're all just standing in the sidelines watching me handle it. Who's getting paid part-time money to handle this? Uh, and she leaves. I'm like, guys, really? You couldn't like back me up on any of this? It was crazy. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, for they that like watching a train crash. Yeah, it was like us, like us, <laughs> like us. We all love it. Since I have, since I have risen to the position of manager at my place of employment, I can, I can tell you this: when you see somebody else getting yelled at, you, you let it, <laughs> you let it happen, because then you're just going to be the person getting yelled at, and uh, sounds gross. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Yeah. Do you need a water? I'm sorry you got yelled at. I didn't want to get yelled at, so I didn't step in. (laughs) Sorry. Hands off. Hands off leadership. That's your management style. (laughs) Completely hands off. Yeah. Oops. Oh my god. And it's always my fault. No. That's not at all true. The always being my fault part. I am quite hands off when other people are getting yelled at, and I use it as a as a teaching moment for how they can better oh respond to it. Because <laughs> I'm a horrible, that's, horrible person. That's, that's terrible. Wow. <laughs> because that's what happened to me. I am paying I don't think it that's forward. what they're talking about when they say pay it forward. <laughs> Andrew pays forward pain. Fine. I do you know that. <laughs> Uh, there's not there's not a lot of there's not a lot of yelling that happens at my place of business that anyways, nice. so that's nice so uh they clear the air on on this special episode of the podcast brendan and bobby lee and kalila all seem to be okay they end the podcast on the uh, i think like a couple episodes later on tiger belly um there's a pre-show message that says brendan Schaub has shown us the files which were just two Highly edited photos of HTML um, with like a red circle around it, circling an email that supposedly belongs to Tiger Belly. And then the person, the person's name, who is Robert Lee, uh, which Bobby Lee doesn't go by. Um, but um, 
So that's all the evidence he was able to conduct. And then it's later revealed that it was actually Brian Callen who gave Schaub his evidence. And also, when asked, Robert Lee is such a common name. Like how many Robert Lees are there in the country? Well, there's one pretty famous. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Sorry. Sorry, Keith. Please continue. Um, they actually make that joke. <laughs> Andrew's broken, so you should just continue. Andrew's just like, I just want to break down the Civil War so bad right now. It's like, I. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Break it, break it down. I think that's pretty. It's pretty clearly broken down. I think we all we all know what happened. Callan is known as the source of the documents, the highly confidential documents. And uh, <laughs> when contacted by Tiger Belly people, he's no longer willing to give any information out because for his own legal reasons. And that's pretty much where things leave off. Kalila goes on the Trash Tuesday podcast to talk about the evidence, which is basically the same reiteration of what happened with Tiger Belly. And uh, yeah, I think that's sort of, they quell the argument, but you know, no one's better for anything. <laughs> and no one is better off. The end. I have to say, we've had some doozies on this show. No one had their best moment. No one mm-hmm. had their best moment during this during these shenanigans. I, I think don't this think. is one of their highest rated podcasts, so it probably went well for them. <laughs> they um, would consider it their best moment. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, maybe. The H3 podcast also had a big bump in the viewership. Another episode of Not Your Best Moment. <laughs> Bring in. That's where we're ending it. Ending it. <laughs> Tiger Belly. <laughs> okay, I'm in agreement with that. <laughs> Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye fake attack, racist rants, Botox and M.